Welcome to More Impact. For the next 20 minutes or so, I hope to inspire you to step up and make more impact in every part of your life. I'm Deborah Ogden, and for over 15 years, I've been working with clients to step up and stand out with a powerful personal brand. Through this podcast, I want to bring you ideas and inspiration to allow you to do the same. Hello, how are you? I hope you've had a super week. I am recording this and it's snowing outside, so I don't know if you've had wintry weather. And I had to, we had some earlier in the week as well, so I had to put a couple of my calls onto Zoom, which we do now, don't we? Which is something that we didn't do in the past. So there's no such thing as a snow day anymore. And um, it's snowing quite heavily this afternoon. And I am still fighting this little cough, so you'll. I'm just hoping my voice will hold out for me as I go through the podcast this afternoon. So Friday, I just wanted to share something with you from Friday. And I know I've talked on here before about the importance of community and having wonderful people around us. And I've made no secret on here that we're having a tough time at home at the moment. Um, my dad's not well and we've had a really challenging week. And a friend of mine said, I was booked to go to the Yorkshire Businesswoman Christmas lunch on Friday. And a friend of mine said, I'll come and pick you up. And I'm so glad she did because I probably would have ducked out if she hadn't been picking me up. And I thought, I've got work to do. There are other priorities. And, you know, I went along and I just had the most wonderful afternoon. I had a really good catch up with Michelle in the car. And then we had a super, super table. Um, Some great people that I was able to get to know better. And then I saw some friends that I haven't seen for actually a couple of years, certainly since pre-COVID. And it was so wonderful to catch up with them. And I came away thinking sometimes we've just got to go with it. And even though we think it's not what we want when we get there, being around people and just getting yourself out of the day to day can just do you the world of good. So, um, yeah, it did me the world of good. I came away thinking I'm very blessed with the people around me in my network. So what shall we talk about this week? Well, just before I go into the main topic, really exciting. Uh, Tomorrow is the day that my personal brand masterclass goes live. It has been live to people on my mailing list. So that might be some of you actually. But I am so excited to share this tomorrow. The first cohort is the end of January and there will only be a number of programmes throughout the year and it is limited to eight people because it's really important to me that even though it's an online programme and even though some of the work will be done on your own um, using videos and 
um, exercises and working through tasks on your own. When it comes to the coaching calls, I like to know exactly who's on the call, what their challenges are, what their aspirations, so that I can really support them and there'll be opportunity for interaction on the platform as well. So for me, it was very important that we limited it to a maximum of eight people and that will always be the case. And somebody said to me, yes, but Deborah, if you had more on, you could make more money, but that's actually not what it's about. And this is when it comes to being values led. And for me, my value is about making a difference to people and helping people fulfill their potential. And I truly believe I can do that better if I've got a smaller group. And also I believe that people get to know each other better if it's a smaller group. And what I'm really hoping is that each cohort will gel and form a mini network if you like that can support each other going forward so that's really exciting that is going live um well if you're listening to this on the monday today but certainly this week so um yeah if you or anybody you know you think it might be of interest to them i would be very grateful if you would share the details and i will pop them in the show notes. So the other thing I've done this week is I've nearly, not quite, nearly finished my Christmas shopping and just got a few bits for my son to get. And this got me thinking because I've spent a bit of time in Leeds this week and it was so busy and I think I said to you last week I'd been in York and that was so busy and I think at this time of year we are you know we spend a fortune don't we we go into this frenzy of trying to find the perfect present and I think this year more than any year when people well, it's been a tough year, hasn't it? Let's be honest. And when people are thinking about their energy bills, when there is so much challenge going on in the world and there is a cost of living crisis and people are much more aware of what they're spending, I'm sure for many, many people that this is a daunting time. And I think the most frustrating thing is that we spend so much and I have to say I don't think there is any greater pleasure than finding the perfect gift for somebody and giving it to them and seeing their especially if it's something really um, pertinent and really personal to them I'm going off on one of my tangents here but I remember when I first met my husband and I don't think I've shared this on here before, but we don't have much musical taste in common, but he absolutely loves Stevie Wonder. And I must admit, I grew up listening to Stevie Wonder as well. And we'd not been going out very long and I was off work poorly. And I heard that Stevie Wonder was coming to play at the Royal Albert Hall. He was just playing two gigs for in aid of the um, Royal National Institute of the Blind and I managed to get these tickets at the Royal Albert Hall to see Stevie Wonder 
and I've never been so excited to give somebody a present. And I always giggle that I set the benchmark high and I'm never quite sure that I lived up to that after that first gift all those years ago. But um, there is something wonderful about finding the, that perfect present. But so often, so many of the presents, especially if you have children, they'll be opened in seconds and, you know, often they're discarded, haven't, aren't they, before before the festive feelings even faded. It's just there's this huge scramble and then they're put to one side. And a couple of years ago, um, Ikea, there was an advert from Ikea. I don't know if any of you saw it or remember it. But it went viral, an advert that they put out. And I can't remember the exact details. I perhaps should have had a look at it before I came on here. I'm going to after I have recorded it. But um, they were talking about how they featured an experiment where children were asked to write and tell their parents what they really wanted from them for Christmas and I think there was something about a real Father Christmas and another Father Christmas. Anyway, that doesn't matter for the sake of the story. And it was fascinating what the children wrote. And they didn't talk about the latest Lego or the latest Xbox. The list, did inc the list included things like spend more time with me or listen a bit more. And my favourite was Tickle Me More. And it just shows how we think that children want the latest whatever it may be. But actually so often the gift of our attention is the most powerful thing that we can share. And therefore today, it's taken me a long time to get to this, but I want to talk about presence rather than presence and the gift of presence and how our presence for people is one of the greatest gifts that we can give them and it's something that I frequently work with my clients particularly those senior execs who are really seeking this as a holy grail you know, they talk about the holy grail of presence and how can I have that gravitas? We all know someone, don't we, who seems to own the room, that they walk in and they have that presence. And we recognise those that have that it quality about them. You know, I always use Barack Obama and Michelle Obama as people who have it. Bill Clinton is an absolute master at it. And I don't know if any of you have ever met Bill Clinton, but I've spoken to a number of people who have. And every single person who has met him say he has this incredible charisma and he really does make you feel that you are the only person in the room. And I've heard some wonderful stories about people who have met him over the years and everybody consistently says he is you know has incredible presence and our late queen late queen elizabeth she exuded presence that ability to connect and also the ability to influence by drawing the audience in and earning trust 
and compelling them to be part of whatever your conversation is, whatever it is that you're offering. I was listening to a wonderful Desert Island Discs um, last week and I don't know, highly recommend it. It was David Knott, who is a surgeon. It's quite an old Desert Island Discs. It was with Kirsty Young and um, David Knott is a surgeon and he travels to war-torn parts of the world and volunteers his services as well as working as a surgeon in one of the main London hospitals and I virtually don't want to share the story because it was so so powerful but he talks about being invited to the palace and to for an audience with the Queen and assuming that it's going to be a large congregation of people and when he gets there it's actually quite quite a small intimate meal and he was he'd only just come back from I can't remember where he'd just come back from but from one of the um from one from the front line and he was saying that he does suffer from post-traumatic stress sometimes and the Queen picked up on this and I'm not going to tell you anymore. Look it up. It's David Knott, N-O-W-T, sorry, N-O-T-T and it's with Kirsty Young on Desert Island Discs and it's just the most wonderful, wonderful um, conversation of how she picked up on it and realise that she could help him. So, anyway, presence. Um, we talk about it, don't we? And those who have presence and charisma, they own it as if it as if it's second nature. And I think many think that those have it are born with it. And we talk about born leaders, don't we? And I do think some people have a better hand from the start but the great news for the rest of us that is that it can be learned for me the true secret to all this lies in the wonderful quote from Maya Angelou people will forget what you said people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel and how often are we truly present in someone's company? How often do we listen to their every word rather than waiting for our turn to speak in the conversation? How often do we listen to understand rather than listen to hear? And that power of being truly present in that moment is something that... Is, is mystical virtually, but actually is available to every one of us. And presence goes so much deeper than the physical act of being somewhere. It is that state of mindfulness and awareness that truly allows us to fully engage in that present moment. And I do think in a culture where we are obsessed with productivity, with multitasking, the art of being truly present is something that we've forgotten, yet it really can transform the way we as we experience life, but also the impact that we have on those around us. And 
presence is and charisma is well documented in politics and you know we've mentioned haven't we already Obama and also Bill Clinton and there's a wonderful story and if you've ever heard me present you may have heard me share this story and if I don't share it often people say to me oh you didn't share that story I like that story so there is um, a wonderful example back in Victorian Britain and it was a close-run general election between William Gladstone and Benjamin Disraeli and the week before the election on two separate occasions both candidates entertained the same woman for dinner and the press got wind of this and they thought they would interview her and they asked her what it was like to dine with each of the candidates because it was a really close run election and nobody knew who was going to win and of course this was many, many years before social media. So what the paper said really was uh, going to have incredible power over the results. And when she was asked her opinion by the press, she responded that on dining with Mr Gladstone, she felt she was dining with the cleverest man in Britain. And they said, really? And they said, well, how about dining with Mr. Disraeli? And she said, ah, she said, I felt like I was the cleverest person in Britain. And of course, Disraeli went on to win the election. The power of how we make people feel will truly have an impact and will truly influence those around us. And, you know, we have such busy, busy lives, don't we? And it's so rare that somebody gives us 100% attention. How often, if you have children, but even in a workplace, do you truly stop and give somebody your full attention? I remember working with the grammar school at Leeds and there being one of their former masters there who was famous because if you walked into his room and said do you have a minute? He would say, yes, of course. And he would take his phone off the hook and he would lift his chair round to the front of his desk and he would sit and he says, now then you have my full attention. And he was well known and incredibly well loved. And this was an anecdote that was shared to me, shared with me about him, about the kindness and support he gave to every single person that crossed his path what a wonderful wonderful legacy to have hey so how often do you give people your full attention how often are you thinking about the emails that are piling up in your mailbox how often are you thinking, oh, I need to be doing that work rather than listening to your husband or your wife or your partner? Um, how often do we perhaps not give, perhaps not listen because we think something might be boring or not relevant in that moment? Yet the impact that we have on those around us by being fully present makes them remember us all the more. 
there's that wonderful phrase from Dale Carnegie that says, we all have an invisible sign over our head saying, make me feel important. And just by giving people the gift of our time, then we are signalling to them that they have importance in our lives in that moment. So when it comes to more impact this week, I challenge you. I challenge you to give your full attention, to turn the phone off, to leave it behind, to walk away from the desk when you pick up that phone call, to truly listen to your son or your daughter when they're telling you about their imaginary game or what they've been doing in school. And this just makes me think about Amy Cuddy's work around presence and how she talks, her book is called Presence and hers is more around body language and being in the moment. But she talks about presence being power over ourselves rather than power over other people. So it's power over ourselves so that we are truly in the moment, so that we show up as our best selves, whether that is listening to somebody or whether it's being having the confidence to have power over ourselves to truly show up as our best self in that moment. So it's power over ourself, not power over others. And that, she says, is true presence. And, and even if you're on your own, isn't that a gift we can give ourselves? The gift of presence and really be truly in the moment and being truly mindful. Maybe it's going for a walk and feeling the sun on our faces or actually feel, truly feeling the cold and being mindful in the moment, being truly present for ourselves as well as those around us. But as I always say, when it comes to more impact, it's about showing up. And we all love presence, but presence is a true gift. Make sure you share it this week. See you on the next episode. Feeling inspired? If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at deborahogden.com where you can download your own personal brand action plan. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe and share the podcast with your network. Thanks for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.